Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. Never heard of Jonas Knox. The story is Jonas Knox. This will be good. Like I said, Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. What's going on here? And now, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, here's Jonas Knox. You're really going through with this, huh, Chief? So we have reached that point. We have reached the point in a story in the world of sports in which I think everybody's ready to go ahead and move on. We will get into the very latest coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your holiday weekend on a Saturday. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. So we have reached a point in the coverage of a story in the world of sports in which I think everybody is looking around going, what else we got? What else is going on? Because we've now gone from what's the punishment of Deshaun Watson going to be to 
is he going to be punished at all? To how many games is he going to be punished? To how many years is he going to be punished? To when do you think they're going to make the announcement on Deshaun Watson's punishment? That's the very latest on Deshaun Watson. That's where we stand right now. And you got a lot of people out there that run websites or run social media accounts that are like, hey, is the NFL going to do a 4th of July news dump on Deshaun Watson? First of all, there is no more news dumps. I, I don't know why that's still in everybody's vernacular. I don't know why people still think in those terms. There are no news dumps anymore because the news cycle has completely changed. Back before Twitter and Snapface and all these insecure gram and all these other apps and things like that that people have. Back before all that, I understand the idea behind a news dump. I get it. I get it. Hey, it's Friday. It's 5 o'clock. Why don't we go ahead and throw this out there when everybody's headed into the weekend? That doesn't exist anymore. So the NFL, I don't think, is strategically trying to map out when they're going to release the Deshaun Watson news. And if they were going to release it on a holiday weekend, if you do believe in news dumps, that ought to tell you that it's probably not the punishment that a lot of people want it to be. Anything less than a year, people are going to bitch and moan. That's just the way this is. And the very latest is, well, you know, they're thinking, um, you know, July 11th. So apparently we got another week, week plus of the Deshaun Watson saga. But it's funny, if you follow along... If you pay close enough attention to all the the stories out there, the rumors, things like that that have popped up on social media, things like that that people are are, are coming up with when it comes to timelines and this idea that, well, you know, the NFL is going to go ahead and drop it on a holiday weekend because, dude, that doesn't exist anymore. And by the way, if you are one of these people in the media and you're so concerned that the NFL is going to drop the Deshaun Watson news and you're not going to be around to get to report on it first, then get your candy ass into the studio or in front of the laptop or you don't even have to come into the studio. Everybody's got a home studio now, apparently. Put it on one of your podcasts. And report on it as it happens. And if it means you got to put the piccolo peats down and the and the chili dogs and the fries, that's fine. Put your beer down and report on the story. But this, we have reached the point, man, where it's well now. Uh, when is it going to happen? Who cares? He's going to get popped. He's going to miss games. And that's where we stand. It's what happens after Deshaun Watson gets suspended or punishment. It gets, it gets some sort of a punishment. That to me is the story because it's either you turn back to Baker Mayfield, you try and make, make amends with Baker Mayfield. And it seemed like Baker Mayfield was kind of open to it. He can say the door was closed, but there was some other stuff in the conversation with Baker Mayfield that seemingly seems like he's kind of open to it. And that if you're Kevin Stefanski, you're just trying to put a winning product on the field because you're in a tough division in one of the toughest conferences we've seen in a long time, and the quarterback, the franchise guy you thought you had, isn't going to be there for a significant amount of time. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, I, I did uh, feel bad for somebody. N- nobody wants to be used, all right? And if you're one of these people out there that feel like you're used from time to time, like you're looking around at the people and you're close to you in life and you're thinking, man, all they do is use me for things and then move right along. You know, like everybody's got that buddy who you only hear from him after a breakup. 
Like when he's in a relationship, you you could always tell that things are going well in his relationship because you never hear from him ever. Everybody's got that guy. And then when things start to go a little bit messy or when he starts to feel like things aren't on the up and up or he starts to feel like, well, you know, uh, I, I need some help. Then he starts to turn back to his friends and you'll see him. They'll pop in and out of your life and you kind of feel used. Like, hey, he's using me to feel better about himself because of his crummy situation. And so I got to be the guy, to the shoulder to cry on, the ear to whisper into. I got to be the one, the fallback plan, the plan B, just to make him feel better about the situation. There's somebody in the NBA who is exactly you. If you feel like you're used... If you feel like that guy only turns to you when he really needs it, and then you're just left on the side of the curb, you're left to the side, uh, pushed off because he feels like he's back in good graces with his his ex or uh, or his his current girl or whatever his situation is, the NBA's got you in their league. It's called Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly can't get a break. And there's a lot of people who don't like Patrick Beverly because they think he talks too much. Uh, they think, well, you know, you know, his talent doesn't match up with his mouth. Why is Pat Beverly always talking? Everywhere Pat Beverly goes, he improves the culture. Everywhere he goes. And everywhere he goes, trades him the next season. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like, so Rudy Gobert gets dealt. To the Minnesota Timberwolves, and look, people could sit there and we could break down uh, the number of draft picks. It's unprecedented. Uh, uh, you know, the uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves got fleeced. First of all, draft picks are lotto scratchers. You have no idea what they're going to turn into. You have no idea. Like, until you scratch it and, and see what the winnings or the losings are of the of the, the lotto scratcher, you have no idea what you got. It's either a win or a loss, or you get an, or you get a ticket, and you get another opportunity to lose. So anybody that wants to break down the number of draft picks that the Utah Jazz got in return uh, from the Minnesota Timberwolves for this deal, have a good time with it. Have fun with all that. I want to talk about Pat Beverly. Everywhere the guy goes, he improves the situation. He gets to the Clippers, and all of a sudden... He's the heart and soul of the L.A. Clippers. All Pat Beverly wants to do is help the L.A. Clippers get to a point in their franchise in which they can now be proud of themselves and actually claim that they are L.A., that the L.A. Clippers now run L.A. and it's no longer the Lakers. He wore his heart on his sleeve. He gave everything he had every single game with the L.A. Clippers. And what do the Clippers do? All right, buddy. Have fun in Minnesota. Uh, Go get yourself a Juicy Lucy. We appreciate everything you've done for us. Have a good time. Uh, And enjoy the 12-degree mornings uh, during the wintertime of Minnesota. And and all our friends listening on KFAN know what those 12-degree mornings are like. And have fun scraping ice off your windshield to get to practice in the morning. But again, we appreciate everything you did for us. So Pat Beverly says, all right, fine. 
You know, this this feels a lot like what happened in Houston uh, and it happened again in L.A. But you know what? I'm going to go to Minnesota because there's one place where they're going to appreciate a guy who wears his heart on his sleeve and is going to give you everything he has every single game to try and change the culture. If there, there's one place that's going to appreciate it, it's going to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. He gets to Minnesota, an organization that was on the the downside of the Kevin Garnett fiasco wanting to be an owner. Uh, now, uh, what is it, A-Rod's a part owner. Like, the whole thing is weird. Minnesota, it's a weird situation. Uh, they can't seem to figure out what the direction of the organization is. You got Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, y- you had Jimmy Butler for a minute, and then he was gone. You've got all these, like, there's all this talent there, but they just can't figure out how to take the turn, how to get to where they want to go. And Pat Beverly comes in. And lights a fire under the ass of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And all of a sudden, they're playing big-time basketball games. The Minnesota Timberwolves are playing important basketball games. The Timberwolves are looked at as, hey, man, if you're a, a potential big-name free agent and you want to go somewhere and you want to you be somewhere where you feel like, I got an opportunity to win with a young team, a hungry team, Minnesota's the place you want to go to. That's the place you want to go to. They get to the postseason. They're battling it out with Memphis. It's a fun series. And who's the guy? Who's the guy who helped get them there, propel them during the regular season, uh, get them to the play-in situation, get to the post? Pat Beverly. Change the culture. And what do the Minnesota Timberwolves do? Hey, buddy, we appreciate everything you did for us. You're the best. We love you, Pat Bev. Uh, go hang out with Mormons in Utah because it's over, buddy. <laughs> like, can't, can't catch a break. Everywhere he goes, can't catch a break. And you know what's going to happen? He's going to get to Utah. He's going to love Utah. They're going to appreciate everything he did for him. They're going to think, man, we are in a rebuild. Not so fast. He's going to defend Donovan Mitchell if Donovan Mitchell's even still there. Utah's going to get like an eight seed. In the NBA playoffs, he's going to be diving on the floor. He's going to be an agitator. It's going to go seven games. They're going to lose in overtime, but they're going to say, you know what? With all these draft picks we got, the future is bright in Utah. And you know what Utah's going to say? Hey, man, thank you so much for all that you did for us. You are the best. We appreciate everything you have done for this organization. Um, have fun in Atlanta because we just made a move for another guy who is not willing to re-sign in Atlanta, but we can bring him on because Danny Ainge likes to hoard draft picks and make a bunch of moves that probably aren't going to end up resulting in anything. He, the guy can't catch a break. So if you are that person out there that feels like, I've been used, I only hear from so-and-so when they need something, uh, they only turn to me when things are in dire straits, and then I'm left to the side when things improved in their life. If you are that guy or you are that person, you have a hero in the NBA and somebody you can relate to. It's Pat Beverly because everywhere he goes, he changes the culture. Everywhere he goes, he pours everything he can onto the floor. And everywhere he goes, they trade his ass the very next season. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, We're going to have the usuals coming up later on. We got another edition of Do You Care? We got the scraps. It's all yours, a two hour extravaganza. 
on a 4th of July weekend here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, uh, this is very interesting because um, somebody had a plan in the world of football, and unfortunately... Uh, they were not privy to the information that the people who hired them had. And now we got all sorts of problems moving forward. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in uh, about a little over 10 minutes from now, um, I didn't know this, but apparently I have something in common with uh, one member of this show today. All right, so we will get into that. Uh, very interesting, uh, because it does uh, relate to one of the most polarizing players in NFL history. So we'll have that discussion with you here coming up in about 10 minutes from now on FSR. By the way, speaking of FSR, I just want to say uh, job well done by the people at uh, Fox Sports Radio. Um, I don't know how long ago it was, maybe three years ago. Uh, for Christmas, they gave us these Fox Sports Radio coffee, like these travel coffee mugs. And, you know, some of these are hit or miss. You go buy some of these. Like I, I've bought uh, several of these travel coffee mugs at like the Dollar Tree. 
Yeah, they don't work. Uh, there's a leak. Uh, there's an issue. Uh, whatever, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the device in the top uh, to make sure it doesn't spill, that doesn't work. But these Fox Sports Radio coffee mugs, these travel mugs work uh, fantastically uh, because I have just destroyed my mouth. Uh, it completely burned. I, I literally, I can't feel anything in my mouth right now. So uh, for whoever did it, uh, I, had to, I had to take the lid off to try and drink this coffee because it is way too hot. Uh, so there's a, uh, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, uh Bruce, you know what I'm talking about? I've done that with that, that exact. It is so good. One time I, I came here for a morning shift. I get in at 8 a.m. with hot coffee yeah. in that thing. I leave at 3 p.m. and it is still hot. Wow. It is it is impressively good how thing that great. how how uh, how good that thing works. It, but yeah, it's dangerous when I, you first drink it. I don't know what what the brand is and let's be honest. <laughs> if they ain't sponsoring segments on this show, they ain't getting on the air. You know what I mean? Uh but I I don't know who it is, but it's got a, a this cool Fox Sports Radio logo, um, you know, over the uh, on the outside, and it is uh, man. Uh, it is uh, kept very, very warm. So I've got the lid off. Hopefully I'll be able to drink that at some point. Because uh, uh, when you wake up, uh, this is one thing I've learned. When you wake up during the week at like, you know, 1245, 1230 in the morning, coffee becomes not a, not a luxury, but a must-have. It is oxygen when you are working those shifts. And so, uh, so this is going to be very important that we get through this uh, together. So, uh, so again, uh, thank you to uh, Fox Sports Radio for the Christmas gift from uh, three years ago. Still works. Still works. And uh, I won't be able to eat this weekend because of it. So, uh, all right. Um, let's get into, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you want to call this poor planning, but there was some speculation that part of the reason why Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma to go to USC. Not only just the money and the fact that, uh, you know, he was going to get like a house paid for. He's got like some incredible house and like, uh, like Rancho's Palace Verdes or I listen, you know what it is? It's a place neither you or I can afford. All right. And it's a place that if we came within 300 feet of, we'd get tased. All right. That that's, that's the type of place that Lincoln Riley lives in. But you know, he takes this gig at USC and uh, there's a, you know, the thought that man, you know, obviously because of the money and uh, he can bring the prestige back to the program, you know, a program, um, you know, his, who was known less for winning national championships and more for cast members of full house going to prison, uh, you know, so so you got all of this that is being attached to the USC program and Lincoln Riley signs up. And the thought was this is one of the I don't I don't know if it's speculation, but maybe Lincoln Riley realized, you know, Texas is going to be in the SEC soon or and Oklahoma is going to be in the SEC soon. And I don't know that I necessarily want to sign up for competing in the SEC moving forward. You know, it just doesn't seem like a good idea. So much so that Lincoln Riley's been asked about that. Hey, you know, Texas and you guys are going to the SEC. Is that part of the reason why you left? And he said, oh, you know, I hear that stuff, but that, you know, that had nothing to do with my move and that had nothing. And then I'm starting to hear from people who cover USC that uh, Lincoln Riley wasn't aware that USC was planning on going to the Big Ten. Yeah. He, he, he was not aware uh, that this was not made known to him before he made his decision to sign up with USC. So now Lincoln Riley may have gone from, 
I don't want any part of the SEC while I'm at Oklahoma to, uh-oh, I got to deal with Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa, and you can scoff at all those schools and you can say, well, yeah, but they're not Alabama and they're not Georgia. Let's be honest about something here. The Big Ten was by far and away the most entertaining, interesting, and competitive conference last year in college football, and it ain't close. I love the SEC. Working in the South made me fall in love with college football again. I absolutely love the SEC. But there's a lot of teams in the SEC you look at and go, huh, I mean, you know, like I, I spent a long time covering South Carolina. Like, I, I mean, Shane Beamer, there's a lot of hope there that, he could, that he's going to be the guy to bring back the program. You got Spencer Rattler. There's a lot of excitement around the program, but there's been some really lean years there. Like, you can, you can sit there and, and talk about Alabama and Georgia, and you can talk about all these, you know, programs within the SEC, and it's the SEC, and it's our conference is the best. And it's like, yeah, I mean, your conference is the best because Alabama's been the best. Because Georgia's been fantastic. But other than that, you look around, what do you got? I mean, Ole Miss feels like there's some hope, but who knows? Tennessee, maybe they can get back to, you know, to, to, to where they were when... Volmer was there and maybe that's, you know, Florida, who knows, maybe they can make a turn. There's been some coaching changes, but you go to the big 10, all the great storylines last year were in the big 10. Like if you want to talk about camp Randall first game of the year in Wisconsin, jump around all the fans there. You want to talk about Michigan beating Ohio state in the big house uh, 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 with the snow and all the atmosphere and the people storming onto the field. It was top to bottom. The most competitive and interesting conference in all of college football. So Lincoln Riley may have gone from, I don't know that I want to compete against the sec to, Oh boy, here we go again. Because now you're going to have to deal with the Big Ten and everything that the Big Ten offers. And it's physical and it's a different brand of football than anybody in the Pac-12 has been used to. Petros Papadakis has called it for years. Former USC alum. You hear him with, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the morning with uh, myself, Brady, and LeVar. He comes on every Wednesday morning and usually goes off the rails. We're just trying not to get fired after he makes an appearance. But Petros has, has said it for years. USC is great. When USC has a commitment to the trenches, when they have elite offensive linemen, defensive linemen, not just skill players, USC has no problem getting skill players. They just had the first wide receiver go in the draft. It's never been an issue. They can get skill players, but they get out physicaled, which is why you see them in games against Stanford or games against Utah in which they play a more physical style and USC melts. What the hell do you think the Big Ten is? <laughs> Those guys are monsters. Like Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, like all of those schools. So you got a couple of years to figure it out. But if I were Lincoln Riley and part of the discussion and thought process was, hey, I can get paid a whole lot of money and go dominate the Pac-12 and bring in a bunch of recruits 
and at least I can bring that program back to dominance on the West. If that was the thought, and all of a sudden you find out now after you sign the deal, oh, so we're going to the Big Ten. It's it's great for college football. It's a lot of fun matchups. But if I'm Lincoln Riley, I feel like I got away from one problem, and now I got a whole nother one coming up in just a couple of years. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up next, uh, I was unaware that I had something to do with uh, a member of this show, and it relates to one of the most polarizing athletes in recent sports history. We'll get into that for you next here. But for all the latest from around the world of sports ladies and gentlemen high atop the mountain of sports talk radio on the weekends whether it's calling games whether it's doing national updates whether it's practicing for his updates this is a man who was so focused on the task yesterday morning that when i walked in to say goodbye to him he gave me a middle finger grabbed his crotch and said i'm practicing my update I present to you, Sir Isaac Lohenkron. It's because I was plenty steamed at you and still am after what you did yesterday. What'd I do? What happened? You were responsible for me being involved in a road rage incident. <laughs> really? What what'd you do? Oh, don't don't act like you don't know. I basically I was entering the parking garage here at Fox Sports Radio, and like most concrete parking garages, once you enter, you are unable to pick up AM radio because of the interference. So just as I was about to enter our parking garage and lose the AM signal on my radio, horse name or horse Uh, crap went to its sudden death question. Now, I had invested a good 10 minutes of my life listening to to this game. Yeah. So I had an emotional interest and you somehow had it so sudden death occurred as I was about to enter the parking structure. So I stopped my vehicle at the edge of the parking structure. There were 3 cars behind me and their road rage descended on me as I was paused there waiting to find out who would win. Horse name or horse crap. Well, so it, angry, loud, scary, honking, absolute road rage, and it's all your fault. Well, listen, uh, first of all, I think that's a compliment. If you can keep somebody in their car uh, waiting to hear the end of a segment, you've done your job in radio. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and and say thank you for the compliment. Backhanded, but thank you for the compliment. Secondly, uh, for those of you that are unaware, uh, the people that were honking at Isaac are the hippies that go to that yoga studio next door. All right, so that that is that's exactly what is happening. And yeah. Am I telling lies, Isaac? There's a lot of tension in this complex between the Fox Sports well. Radio professionals and the uh, the hot yoga contingent. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of reasons for uh, for tension, uh, you know, in the parking structure these days. You know, I don't know if anybody's aware. So that is. <laughs> 
lot going on. Uh, but you know, hey, look, I say, I, I appreciate uh, you know. It, listen, it's a it's a fun game. Uh, it's a game that I can't believe uh, is actually done on sports radio. But uh, it's it, you know, end of June, early July. Horse name or horse crap? Find a horse racing event around the country, and uh, we come up with uh, fake names or real names. So I'm going to save that last segment for the uh, uh, for from the podcast because you have just basically admitted responsibility you'll be hearing soon for my legal team you were responsible for yesterday's incident because you were simply too interesting now what did you think of some of the names from yesterday's horse name or horse crap you know stick out to you uh, to to be honest that's why i love the game so much because you know you do these goofy radio games blah 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 but this one was actually interesting because it forces you to think and and you know the people listen to you more they know kind of how you think and let's face it it's pretty twisted so you, you say to yourself all right is that a real name or is that something that jonas would make up so that added to uh my emotional investment in yesterday's game um because uh, you know some of the names from yesterday's game um and uh, listen I, I think these are all appropriate for sports radio especially in the mornings uh long claude van Dam, uh run jeremy <laughs> That that was uh, that was horse crap, right? Yeah, yes, it was. Uh, Sprint Eastwood. Uh, that was horse crap. Hey, how about uh, Hey Travis? That was horse you know, crap. A little, little tribute to uh, Clay Travis, Fox Sports Radio alum. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Mountain Glue. What do we think of um, <laughs> any? Uh, listen, so these are these are all uh, I think above board and appropriate for sports talk radio in the morning. And for those of you out there that are offended, like, oh, he's making glue jokes about horses. <laughs> they got their own problems, man. All right. They've, they've got a gnome on their back running around in circles, and all they get for it is to, is to hump and roses for a necklace. Uh, so don't blame me. Blame the morons who let little people ride on their back in circles and don't get any of the prizes afterwards. <laughs> By the way, Jonas, thanks to us, you know, doing radio grab ass as we t- typically do, that allowed actual news to be made within the last 30 seconds because the Washington Post has just published a new sort of background article about Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder. But as part of that article, that actually just published includes a statement made by a representative of Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, to the Washington Post. I'm going to read it for you verbatim. Quote, Despite Mr. Snyder's continued apologies and regret for the historical problems that arose at the team, the Washington Post goes out of its way to assail his character and ignore the successful efforts by both Dan and Tanya Snyder, together with Jason Wright and Coach Ron Rivera for over the past two years to bring about a remarkable transformation to the organization. The Snyders will continue to focus on their league-leading fight to bring greater respect and much-needed diversity and equality to the workplace in the face of constant and baseless attacks from the media and elsewhere. Unquote. Okay, you want to hear a conspiracy theory? All right, I've thrown this out before. I 100% buy into this. First of all, the Washington Post has made it and, and and has made it their point to go after Daniel Snyder. I'm not defending Dan Snyder at all. But you all can't right. say that's not warranted, though. Uh, no, that, that all that's fine. I'm, I'm not saying uh, nothing wrong with it. That's fine. That is their, that, that's what they're doing. They're going after Dan Snyder. Who owns the Washington Post? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Jeff Bezos wants the Washington team. I, I, I think 
If Washington, if if Dan Snyder is forced to sell, I would I would lay a significant amount of money on it. Like I'm telling you, like 10, 15 bucks. Listen, like, I'm, I'd be willing to bet like 10, 15 bucks yeah. that that Jeff Bezos is going to be the next owner of the Washington Football Team. All right, look, and because I refuse to call him Commandos. We call him Commandos, Commanders. Uh, so I'm just going to continue to call him the Washington Football Team. Bezos is going to own that team. What do you think about that? And when that happens, Isaac. Tell all those hippies at the yoga studio to stop honking and to pay their respects. <laughs> I, I hate to uh, trim the hedges on your grassy knoll, but did you get that, by the way? Yeah. Okay. No. Nobody knows what the grassy knoll is. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're insulting the intelligence of your listeners. I'm, Isaac, I'm being sarcastic. Everybody okay. knows what all the right. grassy fine, knoll fine. is. But look. Who, what other NFL team is going to be for sale? The Seattle Seahawks, which is where Jeff Bezos started Amazon. Yeah. So he'd rather own the Seahawks, I'm sure, than the Washington, uh, the, the Washington Commanders. I'm just saying, though, you know, what comes to mind when I read a statement like that, it reminds me of that's something that the Nixon administration would have issued against Woodward and Bernstein. I'm just saying. Well, so listen, it's not without warrant. I, I could tell you what's relatable on sports radio. A political reference from the seventies you just dropped. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but you, anything I, else? But you just said the uh, reference I made from nineteen sixty three about the uh, the grassy knoll was even more relevant. I, and I do have one other item now you, that you, you want to read off uh, Wyatt Earp's resume while you're at it, Isaac. Hey, there was a blockbuster movie uh, about Wyatt Earp, so everybody knows that as well. Finally, we have an NBA Kevin Durant social media update for you today, Jonas. All right, Kevin Durant, a short time ago, who obviously earlier this week demanded a trade from the. Brooklyn Nets. Today he tweeted, and I quote, the ones who were locked in that gym with me know what it is. They know what I'm about. If you haven't been in there with me, ask around. Unquote. And I must say, in the comments, we got a pretty good reply. Abdo replied, quote, I asked, and they said you're a cupcake. Unquote. With that, back to you, Jonas. Uh, well, listen. Good job, Good job Abdo. Yeah, uh, congratulations to Abdo uh, for uh, getting in Kevin Durant's mentions. Look, I, I like Kevin Durant. I have no issues with him, uh, you know, going back and forth with people on social media. Uh, and uh, maybe uh, maybe this is all a bluff with Brooklyn. Maybe he ends up in Miami. Who the hell knows? Uh, but, uh, you know, I wish uh, Kevin Durant well. By the way, uh, we are going to have a Do You Care coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, John Ramos is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Thrilled to be here, by by the way, thrilled to be here on a Saturday. Uh, uh, John, your son is named Jonah, correct? That yeah. is correct. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I I don't know why you couldn't have just put an S on that. But, but again, <laughs> that's fine. So we were uh, on on the morning show, uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. We were uh, having a conversation about Warren Sapp's criticism of uh, Colin Kaepernick saying that the workout was a disaster. Sure. And LeVar Arrington was saying that, man, you know, I, I know Warren uh, pretty well. I don't think he's lying. And so we were just kind of having this discussion. And so... Larry Brown Sports, who, by the way, Larry Brown used to work here at Fox Sports Radio, who I've met before at Sam Batesh's going away party at the place across the street. They write up an article, and <laughs> there's two parts of this that are funny. A, they called me Jonah in the article. Okay, so I can't even, right. not, not only am I the cup of Joe, I can't even get my real name in an article from Larry Brown, yeah. who used to work at Fox Sports Radio. There's that, but it's also the quote attributed to Jonah. Quote, 
Arrington's co-host Jonah Knox agreed and called Mike Florio one of the biggest Colin Kaepernick ball washers. <laughs> so part of me is like, well, at least they got the quote right because I did call him a ball washer because he is. But they can't even get my name right. No respect, John. There's zero respect. Well, I actually think it's quite interesting the fact that you owned up to actually saying what you said and they actually put it in the article. You had no problem with that? No, I don't care. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah who cares? It's, it's fine. It's just like, like, who's doing this? You can't, like, like is S and H, are they near each other on the keypad? No, they're not even near each other. I'll be honest with you, Jonas. For the, like, the first couple of days, I did call Jonah Jonas. Uh, hey. You know, Suzanne wasn't happy about that. She likes you, though. It had yeah. nothing to do with you personally, but she's like, it's Jonah. I go, your name, because we worked together for such a while yeah. that it just stuck in my head. So I'd be like, Jonas, and I'd be like, Jonah, I'd have to stop. So they are very close, yeah. It, listen, I, I hear you. I mean, uh, you know, I call Iowa Sam Joel all the time. Uh- <laughs> it's just, uh, you, know, like you can see how we cross the streams here from time to time. It happens. There's a lot, a lot of faces in this place. Uh, all right, it is uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, not Jonah. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, not Jonah Knox at the Jonas Knox. Uh, we are going to take you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific. Coming up next, it's uh, one of our favorite moments of the show every single week. It's an opportunity to be negative and get away with it. It's another edition of Do You Care right here on FSR. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Ah. Oh, man. This Duran Rand's best song, right? It's up there. Yeah, it's got to be. So good, man. We should do karaoke to this song, John. You do like the manly parts, and I'll be the woman singing <laughs> and the high pitch stuff. We tear down. Go to like Paoli's in Woodland Hills. They'll be like, man, that those two guys are great last night, and then that woman was great too. Like, no, that was the other guy. <laughs> it was just two of us. Yeah. Uh, uh, his name's Jonah. Uh, for those of you that are wondering who that woman is, uh, all right, it is uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up top of next hour. Listen, I'm going to tease it uh, because I I I doubt he's going to flake again. Brady Quinn is apparently going to pop on because there's been a lot of rumors about Notre Dame and where's Notre Dame going to head to. Uh, there was even uh, a headline that was tweeted out that uh, Brady didn't uh, didn't take kindly to uh, yesterday in the world of Twitter. So we will have uh, have Brady Quinn uh, making an appearance. Last time we promoted Brady Quinn, uh, he no showed because he was at an Easter egg hunt and his daughter threw a tantrum. True story. Uh, so we'll get into that uh, with him uh, also coming up uh, top of next hour. Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, to find out what the hell people are talking about. Bersh? Well, rumors of Kyrie Irving heading to the Lakers heated up after the news of Kevin Durant wanting out. Uh, Jonas, do you care? No, sorry. I don't. Uh, listen, uh, if Kyrie wants to, uh, you know, let me know what his latest conspiracy theory is, I'm all ears. Uh, if he wants to talk Bigfoot, uh, UFOs, flat earth, um, you know, giant people in the desert, uh, if he wants to talk uh, dinosaurs and whether they're real or not, any of that stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm all in. Loch Ness Monster, uh, Abominable Snowman, any of that stuff I'm in, I no longer care about where he ends up playing basketball. Great talent. You can't count on him. Uh, so Whoever gets him, it's 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 fun to watch. Uh, you know, uh, whatever the situation turns into with Kyrie every year, but unfortunately, this Lakers stuff, I'm not into it. Next, I don't care. Uh, Freddie Freeman fired his agents after an emotional return to Atlanta last weekend. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do. Here's why: how if if the if the money is that close, and Freddie Freeman really wanted to stay in Atlanta. I know you don't want to go over your agent's head to talk to the organization, but if you've been there 14, 15 years and you have that good a relationship, you can't shoot somebody in the front office a text and be like, 
hey, how far apart are we? <laughs> like, this, uh, like this idea that we're just going to air his agent out. Now, if his agent withheld information from him, which is the speculation out there, which I don't want to say that that's actually what happened because apparently you get threatened with legal action on Twitter if that's the case. <laughs> uh, but if, if that's what, en- what he ended up doing, that's as bad as it gets if you're an agent. You can't play that game. But I'm just surprised Freddie Freeman wouldn't have reached out and had some sort of a dialogue with the organization. I Next. love it. Uh, the Knicks signed Jalen Brunson for four years, $104 million. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. Listen, uh, it's it, the, it seems like the Knicks will add these uh, these pieces, and everyone's like, oh, man, is this the year? Is this the year? Um, breaking news. It's not. Uh, Jalen Brunson's a nice player, but uh, we've gone from are they going to land LeBron, are they going to get Kyrie to Jalen Brunson. Next. I don't give a rat's ass. Oh. <laughs> Warren Sapp said he won't. He, uh, he told Colin Kaepernick, uh, he was told Colin Kaepernick's Raiders workout was a disaster. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, because I got quoted in an article about it. They used the wrong name. That's it. Next. All right. There's a right and wrong answer to this last one, Jonas. Uh, Taco Bell is currently testing a tostada served on top of a gigantic Cheez-It. Jonas, do you care? Um, yeah, kind of. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> what the hell? So now Cheez-Its are a part of the Taco Bell menu? By the way, are Mexican pizzas still not available? No, they're available. I had one a couple weeks ago. Of course you did. Uh, The better looking Joey Chestnut. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Listen, we have a very special guest with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, and to, to present this guest in the proper way, we have actually brought in the Notre Dame marching band. They are live in studio here to play the Notre Dame fight song. Because when you think of Notre Dame, a lot of people think about Rudy. Uh, but we like to talk to good football players at Notre Dame. And so we said there is nobody better than the man that you hear grace your presence every single weekday morning on Fox Sports Radio. This is a man who is a former first-round draft pick. He is the pride of Dublin, Ohio. I present to you none other than number 10 on your programs and number one in your heart. That's all right, John. We don't have it. That's fine. Uh, Brady Quinn is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, my man, what's happening on a Saturday? We tried to find the Notre Dame fight song. We apologize. System. Yeah, it's okay. A bunch of USC fans out there. I'm sure they've got it tucked away somewhere. <laughs> they want to play it. But is this is the Jonas Knox show, correct? This is the Jonas Knox show that I'm calling into. Yeah, right now? Oh, I should. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Let me let me just go ahead and there it is, Brady. We did it, man. Welcome in, Brady. Don't you get fired up? Does that still fire you up? I do. I do. And look, it's been like six years since USC beat Notre Dame in football, so it's only right, right? <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm looking around on uh, on Twitter yesterday, and uh, I see that uh, 247 Sports had a headline, and I was stunned <laughs> by this because they said yeah. Brady Quinn pushes Big Ten as landing spot for Notre Dame over ACC. And we did a show yesterday, and I don't recall you ever pushing anything of the sort. So I'm just curious, when did that pushing begin? Was it after the show went off the air, or did it never happen at all? It never happened at all, but it's great clickbait. So uh, kudos to 24-7 Sports, who was was happy enough to have me on to do an interview and then completely takes things out of context. So here's how the conversation went. You know, we talked about the potential for Notre Dame to enter a conference, and obviously – 
they've got a soft affiliation with the ACC as it currently stands, really for all their Olympic sports. And when asked the question, would it make sense for them to join the ACC or is it time for Notre Dame to, to think about joining a conference? I kind of pointed out the fact that, look, I think if they're going to join a conference, it would make more sense to join the Big Ten in a sense of the TV media rights that are currently being negotiated. That number is going to be significantly more than what the ACC is able to provide their schools. And then now with the recent, you know, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but bring on you know, USC and UCLA, they've really expanded their, their geographic footprint or the landscape of the Big Ten to be an East Coast all the way to the West Coast. And that's something that Notre Dame has really prided itself on in creating an independent schedule, is, is a scheduling uh, in years where they've gone from East Coast to West Coast. And so that's also now offered at the Big Ten. So I think if and when that time comes, and look, their TV rights deal with NBC for football goes through 2025, so there's some time here. I, I think we're all acting like there's going to be a, some big wave of movement to the Big Ten and Notre Dame's feeling the pressure and all this. I mean, there's no pressure uh, on the side for Notre Dame. I don't know that there's pressure from the Big Ten to join at this moment. Uh, I think we're oftentimes rewarded for being patient with decisions, and this is one that should not be rushed. Do you, does part of you kind of, because to me, Notre Dame being independent is kind of cool. They can just kind of pick and choose where they want to go. They've always had that NBC TV deal, seemingly. Uh, the one year they did, uh, you know, go to the ACC, they ended up in the uh, in, in the conference championship game. I just, the, the whole allure of Notre Dame, does part of you, kind of hope they stay independent or financially does it make too much sense to eventually join up and start cashing in on some of the money that's going to be thrown around because of the tv deal the big 10 is going to get i think it depends upon who's in that tv deal you know if you get a tv deal where the big 10 is, is broken up between fox and espn you're going to have nbc sports cbs sports who literally have no shot at showcasing college football games unless they're able to get Notre Dame home games. And so that number could then go up drastically compared to what Notre Dame's making off NBC Sports right now. And so that would be you know, a leverage point for Notre Dame against NBC Sports, CBS Sports, or even Fox or anyone else who was trying to get in on those home game rights, right? So, so that's where you kind of look at it and go, yeah, obviously the Big Ten can offer a lot of money to them, on your annual basis and a conference that's got, you know, some, some, some opponents that they're going to face in the future. They've already got games scheduled with and, or, or opponents that are rivals. So it makes a lot of sense from that standpoint. But again, if, if they can construct their own schedule and one that they feel like is national and plays to their alumni base, like that's always the kind of what gets lost in all these conversations by the media is Notre Dame has an incredibly strong alumni base across the country. And their national schedule allows for them to have as, as, as strong of a donor group as anyone. And, and as far as those contributions, those tend to come when you have a, a university that's playing games out in that area, different university events, fundraising events, all that plays a role in it. And that's part of the genius behind their independent schedule. You know, if it gets to a point where they can't feed or can't get as much for their, their home game rights, for their football rights, then I, I think you may be looking at them wanting to look at, a, at a, joining a conference. And obviously the Big Ten right now looks most lucrative. 
But it all depends on how the rights shake out for the Big Ten and who ends up being a part of it and who ends up being left on the outside looking in. Uh, Brady Quinn joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, the uh, pride and joy of Dublin, Ohio. Uh, This is a man who uh, took time out of his busy holiday weekend to pop on with us here to talk Notre Dame. Uh, Can we uh, laugh at – I don't don't know if laughing is the right term, but Lincoln Riley, um, some of the speculation was – Part, you know, maybe he took the USC gig because he didn't want to have anything to do with the SEC, only to find out that now that he's at USC. Uh, I was talking to a USC writer yesterday who said, yeah, Lincoln Riley didn't know that they were going to the Big Ten uh, before he signed the deal. So do you think Lincoln Riley's looking around going, Jesus, I, n- now I got to deal with all of those monsters in the Big Ten when I was trying to avoid having to deal with the chaos that is the SEC. It's great for the program, but for USC, how do they match up and how do they compare in that conference now? I'm going to venture to say that's going to be a first and a last in college sports. Like, I don't think you're ever going to see a head coach who leaves a program in the Big 12 that was headed to the SEC, who goes to a school, a Pac-12 school, to take that job who then in that same offseason <laughs> ends up in the future joining the Big Ten. Like, I'm just – I mean, you literally almost covered the entire Power Five in one offseason between two programs and what their future plans are. So, it's, it's pretty crazy to think about what could be potentially going on in Lincoln Riley said. I, I think the toughest thing for him is, is that he transitions from the Big 12, which, let's be real, he inherited an unbelievable program that Bob Stoops built. And, and, and he was able to inherit that, take it over, and, and sustain it. He didn't get surpassed what Bob Stoops did. Never won a national championship, but did give him back to the college football playoff. I think the difficulty now is as, as he's sitting there and looking and saying, hey, he could have gone to LSU, chose not to. You know, stayed, if, if you want to make it that way, at Oklahoma for a minute, but then chose to go to USC. It was largely because probably the US, USC is, you know, the, is carrying the banner for the Pac-12, it's by far the best brand, best school, football school in the Pac-12. And he probably looked at it and said, this is an easy turnaround. You know, as I, I think other coaches that I've talked to have been in and out of the business have talked about. I think the difficulty now is it was an easy, you know, program to rebuild or get back to its glory days in the Pac-12. I don't know that that's the case now. You know, when you look at having to go up against Ohio State every other year, maybe every year, depending on how they work out the scheduling, Michigan. Penn State. I mean, it is going to be brutal and physical football that they just don't play in the Pac-12. And it's not a knock on the Pac-12. You know, we see this from a national landscape. And I think people sometimes tend to forget, like, we're out there watching these teams. We're seeing them in person, the size of both defensive and offensive fronts, and what it looks like in the Big Ten compared to the Pac-12, compared to the Big 12, compared to even the ACC. I, I go see, you know, Miami and what that school's looked like and what Mario Cristobal is trying to build them into right now. You know, we've got a really good feel for the college landscape. The Pac-12 just doesn't have it. And so that's what's going to be interesting is they've always prided themselves on skill players, receivers, DBs, you know, quarterbacks. That's fine, but that's not going to get you those wins uh, going up against some of the more physical opponents, the Iowas, the Wisconsins, when you get, especially in those cold-weather games. And, and the weather's going to more dictate how you play. And if you can't run the football and you can't win those physical matchups, if, you don't, if your defense doesn't know how to stop power, you're in trouble. Because uh, Bucky Badger's going to be doing a lot of push-ups the rest of the time there in Madison <laughs> as they do jump around heading into the fourth quarter. But I was saying this earlier, and I, I, the more I think about it, the more I think this might be true. I, the SEC's got the national champion. They've had the national champion, you know, four of the last five years. Um, and, and so congratulations to them. And I love SEC football. 
Is the Big Ten the most competitive conference in all of college football? Or is it the best conference in all of college football? Because the SEC feels more top-heavy. But in the Big Ten, you saw it last year up close and personal. It's murderer's row every single week, seemingly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think there, if you want to say parity, yeah, maybe there's more parity within the conference where you look at where Bama and Georgia's at compared to like a Vanderbilt, for example. And then you run that in comparison to where like an Ohio State's at. Uh, versus maybe a Rutgers or, or Maryland or whoever you want to throw in that conversation. Um, but, you know, I, I think they're both pretty comparable. I mean, they're competitive. They're tough. Um, you know, the SEC, I think, has a bit more talent, a bit more speed. And I think right now they're, they're still the top conference. But I think there's a lot of depth. And I think there's a, there's a lot of, you know, potential surprises and things that tend to maybe pop up a little bit more in, in the Big Ten than the SEC. But either way, it's going to be fascinating. I mean, look, they've got two years to recruit and develop players into the type of players they're going to need to win in the Big Ten. And I think that's the most fascinating thing to me is when you look at Lincoln Riley, look at Chip Kelly, they've got to play two years of football against a conference that is very different than what they're going to face in two years. So do you just focus on trying to win right now and what that looks like? Uh, you know, how do you go about kind of game planning, recruiting, looking at the transfer portal and trying to develop your team to win in a conference that's drastically different in two years than what you're doing like in the here and now. And, and I think that's a tough task for any head coach to deal with, let alone, you know, Lincoln Riley, who, as I said before, and I, and I think this is fair, if he doesn't win the Pac-12, it's a disappointment. Yep. They have that much talent. He's supposed to be an offensive genius and this great head coach. Go win the Pac-12. It's not that hard. I mean, there's been teams who kind of stumbled their way through it the past few years. And so there's, there's, there's no reason they shouldn't win it this year. And if they don't, it's a disappointment. And if that's, if that's how you get off on that first step in your first year, it's probably not a good sign, too, as you transition into the Big Ten. Uh, Brady Quinn, uh, kind enough to join us here on a holiday weekend. Uh, before we let you go, uh, what are the plans? Uh, what do we got going on later on? Uh, I was mentioning earlier, uh, last time you were trying to come on the show, you were at an Easter egg hunt uh, that turned into absolute chaos, so you couldn't oh make it. Uh, so what oh is, what's the plan my, here on this Saturday? You going to the horse races? I apologize. I want to apologize to you and, and, and everyone else behind the scenes and listeners. Look. My two-year-old, when she cries, and we watch, like, like Apple's got this great uh, dinosaur series where, like, falls dinosaurs with CG. It looks like they're, they're real in, like, today's world. But she sounds like a pterodactyl. I mean, I can't, I can't explain to you. When she gets upset and frustrated, and unfortunately this is partially me because I'm, I'm stubborn and I'm a jerk like that, she makes this sound. And people – I've walked out of restaurants before, and people thought I was holding a bomb. It was like I was hurt locker, and I was, like, saving the entire restaurant because I removed my two-year-old daughter from the entire place. So I apologize for that. That occurred on Easter with an Easter egg hunt. Um, we don't have much going on. I told the girls I, uh, I wanted to take them to see the ponies. Oh, and yes. uh, little did they know, yeah, we're going to the racetrack. So, All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, are, yeah. Are you going to gamble? We get started young. Are you, are you going to gamble? Uh, of course. Oh, of course I am. I mean, we, we've got to pick some winners out there, right? We've got to see if they have, got to have any luck. I'm tell, like it, We were talking about it yesterday on the show. For, for you degenerates out there that want to go watch the horse races, but you caught the kids with you, just tell them you're going to the petting zoo. We're going to go to the petting zoo. Now, you can't pet anything other they, than a betting slip, but we're going to the petting right. zoo. They did ask you if they could pet the horses. I said no. I said <laughs> these are very very angry horses and i said we'll go down and see them in the paddock so you can get close to them but i wouldn't go anything near them considering what's probably pumping through their veins right before yeah that is true uh, a little, little uh, baffert juice uh you know in some yeah. of those stables 
I'm just hoping that we're not going to have a day like most uh, most kids have to endure at Santa Anita, you know, where that they bring true. out the white sheet. And th- yeah. th- that's a good point. Well, they're showing off the new bed sheets. Uh, you know, they're showing uh, you know their new their new shopping. Uh, he is Brady Quinn. Uh, you hear him uh, in the mornings on Fox Sports Radio, two pros and a cup of Joe. Uh, you see him on Big Noon Kickoff. Notre Dame, great, my buddy, and he is on his way to the track like a responsible adult parent taking his kids to go see the ponies. Uh, thanks, babe. Uh, we will talk. Talk soon and have a good time out there. Make some money, man. Hey, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll make sure to send you updates. But, hey, happy 4th of July to everyone. Enjoy it. Uh, thank you to all the troops and all the people out there so we can enjoy our liberty and freedom. There it is. Brady Quinn, the best. The best. Yeah. Da, na, 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 na. What a catchy song. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, we have got uh, some feedback. Also, there are some people getting criticism in the world of sports, and I think it's hilarious. We'll get into that for you coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Fox Fox Sports Radio. Coming up later on this hour, we've got the scraps. Here's how that works. Some stories we haven't had a chance to get to by that time, and also another story in which Ryan Bershinger tries to get us fired. <laughs> 
So there's always that. So we will see what sort of weirdness uh, Bursch has put together uh, coming up in about 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So uh, I, this just, I, I, I'm trying, what's the word? Do I want to call them losers? Yeah, that'll work. Uh, these people that cover golf who are airing out these players who are a part of the live tour because they've got this tournament that's going on in Portland. Uh, and so, uh, you know, uh, before this tournament, uh, they had this uh, this media scrum in which these guys just got peppered with, uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, talking about the dirty money, it's Saudi money, it's this and that. It's uh, and, and, I'm, and I start to look around, and if you just do a Google search of live tour, the headlines on... Almost every single article I have seen is all some sort of slight against these players who are participating in the live tour. Like, here's, here's what I know. If you go far enough back, you can find flaws with every dollar that's ever been made. Like, I remember my mom telling me when I was a kid... We would have, uh, like, we would go to the, there'd be this, uh, like, church carnival uh, near my house. And the way we grew up, that was basically vacation. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're going to the church carnival. It's right up the road. And my mom, she was, she was awesome. We didn't have a lot of money, but she would give us, like, some, some dimes and quarters that she would collect and put it in a Ziploc bag. And that we would take those to the church carnival because you would do the dime toss and you would throw to try and win coffee mugs or whatever. And it's this cool little event that goes on every year, not far from my house. And so I remember her telling me when I was a kid, whatever you do, don't touch your mouth after you're handling money because it's filthy and if anybody's ever put a coin in their mouth when they were a kid or just like, it's got that bitter taste to it because money's dirty. Well, that's not just a, a sanitary thing like that, that that's like a, 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 a fact about money, not just physically, but if you go far enough back, a lot of money's dirty. So all these people criticizing the Saudi money that is coming in. I get it. There's terrible things that have happened. There's awful stuff that's gone on. Totally understand. I get all that. But if we really want to go far enough back, look at some of the clothing you wear, whether it's Nike or some of these other uh, uh, brands that have been criticized about labor and sweatshops and all the other things. That... So I, I see all these articles that are written and I'm just wondering to myself, do you guys cover golf or do you just, no pun intended, wash the balls of the PGA and anything other than the PGA you guys have got to criticize? Like it, It's crazy to me. Like if you cover golf, you cover golf. Do you think there's people that cover the Cleveland Browns that are really excited about the idea of having to sit there and interview Deshaun Watson knowing the guy's a weirdo? Like, do you think there are people out there that were covering the Philadelphia Eagles who probably had two or three dogs in their house that had to sit there at a locker room and interview Michael Vick after games? Like, there are flaws in a lot of people's backgrounds, but you do the job. Like, there's flaws with this whole live tour, but you got to do the job. 
And I don't know why you can't just cover the tour and cover these players who are going to participate in this tour without turning it into some sort of personal attack because they were offered a life-changing money. These guys have been offered the type of money that will change the futures of their family, their family's family, kids, grandkids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not going to fault these guys for wanting to go and, and play in these tournaments and make this kind of money. Now, Brooks Kepka saying, well, you know, it was the schedule and it's not as grueling and it's all right, dude, like you were playing golf. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, are, what are we, t- you know, who's got a grueling schedule. These guys that seemingly have been trying to fix the freeways here in Southern California for about 12 years. I swear to Christ. I thought Carmageddon was going to fix all this. They shut down one of the freeways years ago. Everybody went into a panic. Remember that, John, uh, when everybody went into a panic and there, there were people staying at the hotel across the street because they didn't want to have to deal with the traffic because the 405 was closed? By the way, easiest commute I've ever had in. Nobody on the roads. It was like, oh, this is great. The, the hotel, my ass. I'll save the money and, and just drive. It's like... That's grueling. These guys are out there dodging cars, playing human frogger, putting street cones down so they can repair a freeway that they've been working on for like 12 years. That's grueling work. Brooks Kepka golfing. Come on. Grueling schedule. What are we talking about? But that's beside the point. These guys have made a decision, and I'm not going to fault them. For, for taking this money or call it blood money or call it dirty money. All money's dirty. Right, that's not just a figure of speech. All right. That's a real thing. All money's dirty. And if you trace it back to where it originally came from, you'd be surprised at what's happening. It's why do you think the Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher thing was so rare? You've never heard another coach call out somebody in his fraternity for doing something a little bit shady when it comes to recruiting. You've never heard that. And do you want to know why? Because they all do it. So it's kind of like this, well, it's like the Astros cheating scandal. Like, you want to know how, like, you know that, that there's more going on in Major League Baseball than just the Astros cheating? There were a few people that called him out for it. But not everybody. If it's clear cheating and you're in violation of cheating, everybody should be calling them out for it. You notice not everybody in Major League Baseball called out the Astros. There were a couple of organizations. There were a few players that were impacted by it. You notice how not everybody called them out? Because chances are one of your favorite teams is probably doing something similar. And players in the league know it, and so do teams, and so do a lot of people who cover them. Nick Saban calling out Jimbo Fisher was rare because we never see that before. That's why Jimbo Fisher was pissed. That's why the one of the first things he says was, pot calling the kettle black. I mean, is that where we're going here? You want to air some stuff out? It's kind of this, you know, honor amongst thieves deal. So it's like it, these players, yeah, they took money to go play in this tournament. Dude, if you trace your money back, if you look at some of the stuff you're wearing, look at where it's made. Have you seen what's going on in China? Have you seen some of the, the, the footage from out in China? There's a lot of stuff that, that it's like we can do this all day long if we want to. These people covering golf 
who who are sitting there ball washing the PGA while criticizing the Live Tour is hilarious to me. Like there is so much hypocrisy in the whole thing. It's one of the greatest comedy sketches I can recall in a long time. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, coming up next, uh, there's a team in the world of sports who has a comp. All right, they have a comp to an NFL team. An NFL team that a lot of people think are destined for a Super Bowl this upcoming season. We'll get to that next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, Sir Isaac Lohenkron. And nothing like a Dan Snyder statement to liven up your Saturday morning. As today, the Washington Commanders embattled owner launched a blitz against the Washington Post. Today, the newspaper published an article summarizing allegations made against Snyder and depositions that were made to the House Oversight Committee. The Post offered Snyder an opportunity to respond to the allegations, and a commander's spokesperson replied, and I quote, Despite Mr. Snyder's continued apologies and regret for the historical problems that arose at the team, the Washington Post goes out of its way to assail his character and ignore the successful efforts by both Dan and Tanya Snyder, together with Jason Wright and Coach Ron Rivera, for over the past two years to bring about a remarkable transformation to the organization. The Snyders will continue to focus on their league-leading fight to bring greater respect and much-needed diversity and equality to the workplace in the face of constant and baseless attacks from the media and elsewhere. Unquote. No word yet on how the Washington Post newspaper has responded internally to Snyder's scathing statement. You guys are probably pretty tired, right? Well, you should be. Go on home. Get a nice hot bath. Rest up 15 minutes. Then get your asses back in gear. Nothing's riding on this except the uh, First Amendment of the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. I think that's a little overstating it for NFL coverage, but still, I admire their dedication there. That is, I mean, you being able to get an interview like that, an exclusive, it's just really (laughs) something there, Isaac. That is, uh, let me tell you something, no stone untried. What a guest list on this show. Who was that again? Uh, Uh, That was Jason Robards portraying Ben Bradley in the movie All the President's Men. So all the more impressive, I guess his house actually was bugged if we could get that audio. Anyway, from the NFL to the NBA and an NBA Kevin Durant Twitter update earlier today. Of course, he uh, earlier this week, he demanded a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. But today, Kevin Durant cryptically, as always, tweeted the following quote. The ones who are locked in that gym with me know what it is. They know what I'm about. If you haven't been in there with me. Ask around, unquote. Well, Jonas, among the over 5,000 replies, quote, You a little homie, not a big homie. The people want to see you be a big homie, not have a big homie take that blow back when bleep ain't popping off. Come on, bro. Come back to the crib. Be the big homie for Bradley Beal, unquote. And one other among the over 5,000 replies, quote, Why not just be open to coming to... Sacramento, we have great sushi, rafting, and a fan bra- and a fan base hungrier than anyone's win-win for everyone. Unquote. And on that note, 
Back to you, Jonas. Well, I mean, listen, uh, thank you, Isaac. By the way, uh, we are going to have the scraps coming up in about 12 minutes from now. Um, I mean, you know, Kevin Durant, I mean, he's got a lot of, uh, you know, feedback on social media. Uh, we were talking with Brady earlier. We, we didn't have a chance to get to the reviews of the show thus far. A lot of positive ones coming in. Uh, another award-winning edition uh, of this show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, David writes in and says, um, Knox is the less scrub-talented, whitey version of Pat Beverly, except your bleep, useless ass, can't talk, fight, or are as skilled as him. Brian writes in. Joni is too busy bleeping his thimble micro bleep, hoping and praying the bleep Lakers get Kyrie and Katie like the rest of the bum-ass bleep buckets in the worthless L.A. media. John, you get to let him talk to you like that. I, I just—it's—it's it's quite interesting to see that uh, the fans still respect you a lot, Jonas. <laughs> Nothing has changed in the last five years. By the way, according to Brady Quinn, those are my burner accounts. Oh. Yeah, he—he's been. And You're here's calling the thing. yourself out. By the way, here's here's the thing. Yesterday, he's he brought this up, and people after the show were, was over actually believed him. Like they were, like, dude. I have a hard enough time handling my Twitter account. I hate. I don't. I, if I wasn't in sports radio, I wouldn't have Twitter. It's. I. It's. There's no. It's. It's. A, it's poison. I have known Jonas for a while here at Fox Sports Radio. Trust me, there is nobody that I would ever call a fanboy than Jonas. I mean, he is the farthest thing from a fanboy of any team than Jonas Knox. So I don't. I never understand what these are. What these Twitter writers say, what? and plus. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. It's a burner account, John. I mean, listen. It's you know, those okay. are my burners. Uh, this is what I do. <laughs> I juggle burner accounts and I tweet myself to uh, to to get ratings. And uh, you know, this is how this whole thing works. Uh, but yeah, I mean, apparently, um, if you want to see the unedited version, because. Uh, that last one was, uh, there's a lot going on there. Uh, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. You have to follow me. I couldn't care less. I don't care. I don't care about having a blue check mark. Don't care about any of that stuff. It means nothing to me. But uh, you can check that out there uh, on social media. Very, really fun stuff. Nothing I like, like positive feedback. The here. best account for you I like is at Knox Boy. Yeah, that is. Yeah, Knox Boy is a good one. Yep. Uh, um, at JK. That, at J.K. Fox that was another good one. That was always the, uh, when we would do the John Ramos show, uh, we would ask John uh, to give out his Twitter account. And um, I would give out John's and say, if you want to get me on Twitter, it's at JSRamos06. And then John would try and do my Twitter account, but he wouldn't remember it. So you would just make something up. At NoxieBoyJJ99 or something like that. <laughs> and you know there was somebody out there being like, J oh, yeah. J99. They probably got followers, that, uh. that account. <laughs> um, so, yeah. There's uh, there's all that good stuff. Can I just say this about the uh, Kevin Durant thing? Now, I, I happen to love Kevin Durant. I think he's uh, phenomenal. I don't care where he goes and plays. That All that's fine. If he goes to the Miami Heat, I, I don't want to hear anybody that roots for the Miami Heat complain about anything ever again. I don't want to hear you bitch about a call. I don't want to hear you bitch about a foul. I don't want to hear you bitch about a road trip, the South Beach flu, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to hear it. I, they are the Denver Broncos of the NBA. Here's why I say that. If you were to rank like the top quarterbacks of all time, top 10 quarterbacks of all time, 
two of the top 10 are Denver Broncos. If you were to do the top 20 quarterbacks of all time, and who, and who knows, maybe he'll some, you know, eventually end up in the top 10. There's an argument to be made that maybe Russell Wilson ends up in the top 20, top 15 quarterbacks. So if he wins a Super Bowl or wins two Super Bowls in Denver, Russell Wilson's going to be in the conversation top 10 quarterback of all time. That's a fact. The Denver Broncos, in the history of their organization, have had John Elway, Peyton Manning, and now Russell Wilson. And they didn't draft any of them. John Elway didn't want to play in Baltimore. Peyton Manning and Jim Mercer had a falling out because Peyton Manning's neck almost fell off. And Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll couldn't get over the fact that he threw an interception from the one-yard line and everybody alienated him on the, on the team. And Denver ended up with all those guys. There are organizations around the NFL that are just looking for a quarterback. The Bears have been looking for a quarterback since 1814. Like, Jay Cutler is now popular again in Chicago because of what a disaster the Bears organization has been. I'm not making that up. Like, like his approval rating in Chicago, they now appreciate Jay Cutler more because they're like, you know what? We complained a lot. He wasn't that bad. Based on some of the crap, not just at the quarterback position, but based on some of the... There's a reason the Bears' under win total is one of the most popular bets in Vegas right now because that team stinks. I, the Miami Heat are the Denver Broncos. I mean, Shaq, LeBron, Chris Bosh, Jimmy Butler. If they end up with Kevin Durant, I don't want to hear a Miami Heat fan complain about anything ever again. Like, these are players that you didn't draft that we all know the reasons behind it chose to go to you. And yet, the second the Kevin Durant rumors start up, who's the team that's favored? The Miami Heat. Like, every time. And the best part about, like, the Broncos is, yeah, they landed Russell Wilson. It was less than a year earlier. They were on the verge of landing Aaron Rodgers. All they do is land big-time quarterbacks who end up on the market in, a, in, in weird ways. John Elway didn't want to play for the organization. He ended up there. Peyton Manning, uh, he was thought to have neck issues and his career was on the downside. Ended up there. They went to a couple of Super Bowls. Russell Wilson had a fall. You never see quarterbacks on the market like this, but somehow they all end up in Denver. And you never see talented players like LeBron, Shaq, Kevin Durant end up on the open market. And somehow they seemingly all end up in Miami. I don't get it. There's teams like Sacramento that we mentioned a minute ago that are looking around going, can we get something closest we got to an NBA championship? There was a referee who was on the take. Like, can we just get something? Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, it is the scraps as we put a bow on this bad boy right here on FSR. Jonas Knox. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Fox Fox Sports Radio. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. After we go off the air, it'll be posted up there shortly. I will also tweet out a link to that uh, if you want to check that out. Uh, also. Um, you know, if you have any other complaints, any other issues, uh, if there's something we said on this show that you are offended by, uh, you can always get me on Twitter at JSRamos06 uh, is where you can find uh, and send all those complaints to any, any of the hate stuff. Uh, go ahead and continue to send it over there. Uh, right now, though, it is time. And by the way, Up On Game is coming up 10 minutes from now. Make sure you stick around for that. Always a fun listen uh, with those guys. Uh, but it is time for us to do something we do every single week at this time. And it's called Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to Ryan Bershinger, executive producer, to find out what the hell's going on. Bersh? Well, I've got a couple stories for you, but there's really one main one, so I'm just going to hit the other ones real quick. Uh, you know, I, Chris Mannix says that the uh, the asking price for Kevin Durant is two all-star caliber talents and a cache of draft picks. Uh, if a team doesn't have that, one exec said the response has been, well, go out and get it. Um, also, uh, Jay Cutler is very hopeful about Justin Fields. He says uh, if the Bears start winning, I hope they do. I hope Justin is successful, and I hope he's the next big thing here, and he's the best quarterback to come out of Chicago Bears history. Yeah, my guy Jay Cutler. There yeah, I've been, I've been pounding the table for Jay Cutler for years. Now people are starting to come around. <laughs> what else, Bursch? Well, the main thing is, is of course, it is July 4th weekend. It is. And so that means the most dominant athlete in the world is on display on the 4th of July, and that is, of course, one Joey Chestnut. That's slob. <laughs> uh, that, that's uh, unbelievable. Okay. 
What 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 about Joey Chestnut? What what is he looking at? Uh, Eighty hot dogs this year. Well, I do have the odds for the Nathan's hot okay. dog eating contest. I'm into it. All the different prop bets you can bet on DraftKings. First, can I ask you yes. a quick question? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to interrupt. But I, I just want to ask you this: Where do you land on? Uh, how do you feel about Nathan's hot dogs? I, I like them a lot. Actually. Really? Yeah, I think they hmm. got a good snap to them. I like it. More of the uh, store brand, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna that's eat a hot dog, why do you, why pay premium prices? You know what I mean? Hey, that's, it, that's it's fair. a hot dog. <laughs> I just, you, you guys remember the hot dogs back in the day that had the chili inside of them? I would love to know what that chili actually was. Like cat remains. Like, and and I just remember cooking those up. We got them when we were kids, and they, there was one that had the cheese inside of them. Yes. Uh, all right, so that, that just was curious how you felt about Nathan's. Uh, so, what are the odds for uh, this slob, Joey? Ch- Chestnut. Well, Joey Chestnut, of course, is the favorite at minus 3,000, while, <laughs> while the field is at plus 1,000 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the over-under for Joey Chestnut is 74.5 dogs, with the over the favorite at minus 150. Uh, it would be short of the world record he set last year at 76. He had 75 in 2020, but as Vison uh, uh, notes, the event was held indoors due to COVID-19, and the outdoor conditions definitely have an impact on consumption. Meaning what? I don't know. More or less. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, because if it's if it's think about that though. If it's hot out, yeah, you don't eat as much, right? Probably. Right, crazy. Yeah. So yeah. so we're thinking the under. I mean, listen, I've been fading Joey Chestnut for years, ever since he flaked on an interview. <laughs> he was supposed to come on the morning show, um, you know, and, and listen, uh, you know, booking guests on a holiday is just a nightmare because everybody you call to come on to, to, to talk for eight minutes on a radio show, when you ask him on a holiday, it's like, uh, uh, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm with my family. Just say no, dude. All right, and don't leave me hanging. Just say yes or no. You want to come on and talk about sports. And I remember we had Joey Chestnut book and he he flaked and we never heard from him oh. ever since that day i have faded him and i always bet the under and i'm doing it again this year Bursch. well speaking of which uh, check out the fifth hour with ben maller where joey chestnut was a guest on their most recent episode he showed up to ben's fifth hour but he couldn't make a That's morning right. show years ago yep. i'm really fading him this time Bursch, i like burst more than chestnut anyways at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.